Greetings, everyone, and happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day is such a blessed time. I believe that all women who have given birth are automatically mothers, but all women who have loved a child are too automatically mothers, whether they birth them or not. And then, of course, in many cultures, and especially in African-American culture, um, after a woman is a certain age, she is called mother, the greatest compliment that an older African-American woman can be given is for everyone who sees the gray hair and knows the struggle, says mother. So happy Mother's Day, mothers, to every woman in Jesus' name. We're going to prepare for our worship today, and I am going to ask you to get your Bibles ready, your minds ready, but more than your mind, get your heart, your soul, your spirit ready. We'll begin with praise. We'll be guided by our minister of music, Sister Hope Carr, and by her husband, Brother Darnell Carr. And you know what we say. We say, when praises go up, what happens? Blessings. Calm down. I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the Lord who made heaven and earth. Suffer thy foot, thy foot to be moved. The Lord that keepeth thee, for he will not slumber nor sleep. For the Lord is my keeper, the Lord is my shade. Upon thy right hand, upon ourselves with the word of God. So come with me now to the New Testament gospel according to Luke chapter 22 verses 31 through 32. 
Luke 22, 31 through 32. And listen now for the word of the Lord. Simon, Simon, listen. Satan has demanded to sift all of you like wheat. But, but I have prayed for you that your own faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned back, strengthen your brothers and your sisters. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Won't you pray with and for me now? Oh God, as I stand before you, I ask for a fresh anointing of your Holy Spirit. I pray that you will dispatch your protective angels. And I ask that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength, and you are my redeemer. In the precious and holy name of Jesus, I pray it. Everybody stay with me. Amen. Beloved, our sermon topic for today is Jesus is praying for us. Jesus is praying for us. Beloved, you know, I've always been fascinated and amazed at the Lord's ability to recognize potential. I heard somebody say that potential is a big, empty hole. Uh, so they said, don't get excited about potential. But my Bible says there is nothing too hard for God. And so therefore, no matter how ordinary or untalented a person seems to be, the Lord and I might add today, and his mama or her mama can always see the potential for greatness. In our lesson, we see that for years people saw these two brothers, Peter and John. They were fishermen. They saw them fishing in the Sea of Galilee and, and they thought nothing about it or them. They just assumed that Peter would never be anything other than an ordinary fisherman. Oh, but one day, one day Jesus looked at him and said, Peter, you can be a fisher of people. You can be a preacher, a pillar of the church, the community, and of the world. Jesus told Simon, Peter, you can be a rock. Peter, just follow me. Beloved, we better be careful who we talk about even if it's ourself. Don't you ever put yourself down when you are a child of the king. You and I, we have no idea what heights the Lord is going to take us to because the Lord is full of surprises. Can I get an amen? Amen. Who would have thought that five years ago I would come back to being a full-time pastor in my retirement? Who would have thought? I never thought it myself, and I'm so glad I did. Look, child of God, the, the Lord knows us better than we know ourselves. The Lord knew Peter better than Peter knew himself. 
The Lord knew that Peter was hot-headed, brass, big-mouthed, that many times he spoke before he thought that he could be easily influenced, that he cracked under pressure, and that Peter was not as courageous as he seemed to be. Ah, the Lord knows our shortcomings and our faults and our weaknesses, but he also still wants to use us for his glory. So, just like Jesus knows me and you, Jesus knew Peter. And as he knew his weaknesses, he also knew his strengths. Jesus knew that Peter was basically loyal and devoted, and that his heart and intentions were for the best. But that sometimes he simply just lacked the inner strength and faith to stick to his convictions. The Lord knew that despite his faults, Peter had the potential for being a great leader. Now Jesus recognized all of this, but Jesus was not the only one who saw Peter's potential for leadership and greatness. (laughs) Satan, the devil, recognized it too. That's why Jesus said, listen, Simon Peter, the devil has demanded to sift all of my disciples like wheat. Oh, dearly beloved, we should never make the mistake of thinking that the Lord is the only one with an eye on us because the enemy is watching us too. Oh, yes. The Lord is pleased when we do good and do right, but the enemy is mad and upset. Look at this, look at this. Many people know that when they join the church of Jesus Christ and begin to be active and loyal followers of Jesus, that then their troubles and problems seem to increase. I've heard it many times. However now, When they are lukewarm and not actively serving the Lord, then Satan is happy. Because then we pose no threat to the devil's work in the world and there is no need for Satan to throw any roadblocks in our way. Oh, but when we are actively in the world, oh yes, when we are actively in the world, the devil is not going to put any obstacle in our way. That's where he wants us to be. Remember how he tempted even Jesus? He said, Jesus, if you fall down and worship me, I'll give you the world. Oh, Satan does not need to bother worldly people because he already has them. But when we are trying to get closer to the Lord and when we are trying to live a righteous life, the devil becomes uneasy. He sees us as a potential adversary and threat to the ongoing work of evil. Uh, Every child of God who knows the value of prayer and meditation on the word of God is a threat to unrighteousness and evil. You see, the devil messes with us Because we are the anointed followers of Jesus. Don't get it twisted. If he ain't messing with you, maybe because he already got you. Well, because a closer walk with the Lord means that the devil has one less mouth for gossip, one less mind to conjure up an evil design, a scheme, one less set of hands to do evil things, one less pair of feet to trample on good people, one less life to use and misuse for his own evil purposes. 
But when we line up with God, it's then we automatically line up against the devil. So the devil, in order to discourage us and weaken our faith and turn us around, will throw all kinds of hindrances and setbacks in our path in an attempt to show us that serving God and trying to do right and live clean and honest lives doesn't pay. Oh, yeah. The enemy will use anything and anybody to make us stumble and fall. Beloved, all of us have the potential to crumble under the attack of the devil. And the truth is that as a Christian, the devil cannot possess us now. Remember, they can't possess us when we feel with the Holy Spirit. But he can still influence. We never become strong enough or run this race so well that we are immune to the attack of the devil. We never become so steadfast that the devil cannot make us stumble. Listen, at a time when we least expect it, could be in a meeting when we least expect it, from a person whom we least expect it, in a place we least expect it, when for a moment, our guards are down and we ourselves are not aware that they're down. Those times when we forget to pray or don't pray, forget to meditate on God's word. The devil will come in and reduce us from saint to sinner and from holy to hoochie. From Peter the rock to Peter the fisherman. <laughs> At a moment when we feel that we have just about overcome evil, when we feel proud of how much we have grown and changed, ah, sin will find an opportunity, beloved, to raise its ugly head and show us that there are still gaps in our lives where Satan can pull our former selves out and our former ways out and our former thoughts and conversation. Oh, yeah. And the Lord knowing that, saw something happening in Simon Peter that was just not right, not godly, not good. And so Jesus said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has demanded to have you that he may sift you like wheat. In other words, Peter, Peter, in spite of your loyalty and your pledge of obedience and your devotion to me, Jesus said, Satan still wants you, Peter. In spite of the way you served me, Satan still wants you. You've been with me from the beginning, and Satan knows how close we are, but Satan still wants you. Don't think that because you're my disciple, Satan hasn't given up hope of claiming your soul. Satan still wants you. Satan wants all who have given themselves to me, but I want you too. And no matter who you are, what you've done, if you're a child of mine, I see your potential. Satan wants you so that you can be used to defeat me. But then Jesus says, I want you because I love you and I want the best for you. Satan wants to sift you as wheat. Satan wants to rub off the grain so that nothing but the shaft remains. I want to save the grain. I want you so that 
that glory and honor and holiness and praise can be to Almighty God can be seen in you and can issue forth out of your life. Simon, Simon, behold now, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Mm. Oh, but however, however, then the word of God says that Jesus said, but I, but God, that's a powerful word, but. He said, but Peter, I have prayed for you. Oh, glory to God, beloved. We need to realize something. Listen, in and of ourselves, we are no match for the devil. Somebody need to say amen. Let us never fool ourselves into thinking that we are holy enough, righteous enough, powerful enough to take on the devil by ourselves, no matter how often. We've encountered the devil. There are still weapons that we've never seen and tricks that we've never heard of. Don't ever be an uppity Christian. We need to be on the lookout more than anybody because if the devil is not messing with us from time to time, it's because he already has us. Uh-oh, uh-oh, somebody needs to say, ouch. Think about that. And while all of this is good, good to know, and be aware of, we must replace our concern for what the devil is doing to us with another reality. Change your mind. Remember, child of God, although we alone are not a match for Satan, there is no need to fear Satan either. Tell your neighbor, don't be scared of, of the devil. Because and only because we have a Savior who is praying for us. We have a Savior who's making intercession for us. We have God on our side. We have Jesus Christ, the Redeemer, in our corner. We have the blessed Holy Ghost comforting us when we're troubled and empowering us when we're weak. Oh, we have it going on because we are Christians. We follow Jesus and Jesus takes care of us. So we have to open our mouths and we have to say with boldness, get thee behind me, Satan, because greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Get in his face in Jesus' name. <clears throat> child of God, child of God, excuse me. Isn't it wonderful to know that we have Jesus praying for us? Because there are times when we are so burdened and discouraged that we don't even feel like praying. Oh, yeah. There are times when Satan has beat on us and messed with us and confused us to the point that we can't seem to get a prayer through. <laughs> oh, it just seems like it. But, but even then, even then, when we're at our weakest, there is no need to worry or to fear. God didn't give us a spirit of fear because we have a Savior whose name is Jesus. And just calling his name, there's power in his name. And Jesus is praying for us. Amen? Now, now I'm not saying that we are not to pray because Jesus is praying. Uh-uh. Because we can never get too much prayer now. It's just good to know that we know that we know that we know Jesus is praying for us. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So, so look, 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 look here. We don't have to worry about what tomorrow will bring because 
Today, Jesus has already prayed for our strength for tomorrow. Jesus is already praying for us to overcome traps and ditches, trials and burdens unknown to us. Look, look, we can walk by faith and not by sight because Jesus is praying that our faith will not fail. Go on, live your life, child of God. Keep coming to worship faithfully. Oh, beloved, wonderful things happen when Jesus prays. Astounding, unusual, magnificent, amazing, spectacular, surprising, eye-opening, unbelievable, exciting things happen when Jesus prays. Oh, good God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Remember Jesus prayed over five barley loaves and two fish one day and 5,000 people were fed. Jesus prayed over the blind and they received their sight. Jesus prayed over the lame and they leaped with joy. Jesus prayed over the deaf and they heard the good news. Oh, Jesus prayed over the dumb and they sang praises to God. Jesus prayed over Lazarus and he received new life. I'm talking about Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. And just like Jesus. The truth for many of us today is this, is this, is this. My mother, she prayed for me. Oh, I had a praying mother. She kept me. She, she, she took the time, your mom and my mom, to pray for me. And I'm so glad she prayed. I'm so glad she prayed. I'm so glad she prayed for me. And Jesus prayed for me. Jesus prayed. this day to every mother who's praying mama for her children and herself. May we give honor to all godly mothers on this Mother's Day. To God be
Mother's Day, remember Jesus is praying for us. And also remember, Mama prayed for us. Oh, I hope that this message blessed your life. And so now, I open the doors of the church. Oh, I invite you to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. It'll be the most important thing you do. I want you to put your name on the church world. If this is not the church of your choice, we hope it is, then I'm going to recommend you one if you want me to. Just, just call me. I, we want you to give your offerings and your gifts. We'd love to have you as a member of our church and the church of Jesus Christ. It's really not our church. You have to excuse me there. It's God's church. We want you to go to our website and just follow the instructions for both giving and joining. And also, beloved, I do hope that you'll say amen to this service just by hitting the thumbs up button and by subscribing to our uh, services today on whatever means you're watching. And remember now, spread the word of God by sharing this video. And now, to the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord be glory and majesty, honor and authority before all time and now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Perfect.